Right. It's been another great day. A lot of challenges. A lot of challenges. But good challenges. Um, things that just keep moving us in the right direction. I had an attempt at Insta uh, uh, trying to do a selfie, but it didn't have any voice. Had to cancel. Yeah, but you live and learn. It's uh, as Stu McLaren says, you learn by doing. And I was doing. I tried, and I got a note back from someone saying there's no sound. They said, let me delete that and try something new, something else. So I stuck to Instagram for now, and then I actually figured out tonight how to attach the Instagram to my Facebook. So hopefully the last couple of Instagrams end up on Facebook. Maybe. We'll see. You live and learn, <laughs> as they say. Yeah. Problems, problems. You know, I'm reading a new chapter in the book. It's uh, called... Uh, I'm in a book, Developing the Leader Within You 2.0, John Maxwell. My name is Bravel Dodd. It's Bravel. Uh, some people look at it and say Bravel, but it's not. It's a Bravel, Cherokee Indian name. Anyways, yeah, so problems. The subject today was on problems, and I started to think about what I found here. It says problems introduce us to ourselves. It also says problems introduce us to others. And then problems introduce us to opportunities. It kind of reminds me of, uh, well, several things. But I always say, and I've always said, uh, that's going to be our subject. We're going to talk about problems introduced to ourselves, problems introduce us to others, and then problems introduce us to opportunities. So, when we, when we say problems introduce us to ourselves, you really, you know, people can put on fronts, which they do. Everyone has their facade. And then there are genuine people like Rachel Miller. <laughs> I think she's very authentic. But then there are people that aren't so authentic until, until the pressure's on. So problems introduce introduce us to ourselves it's when you're under pressure that the true you shines through so you can hide it when things are going smooth but as things begin to heat up when you get a little pressure then out comes the real you and you see it and you realize it in there but but it it, it kind of like it, it kind of like, it's like a switch that switches in your head. It's like facade off in the moment. Boom, there you are. And that can be quite enlightening in a lot of situations when you see people. Um, quick story, I started my new job uh, two years ago, and um, there was a lady in the office, not there anymore, but there's a lady in the office that was... Uh, you know, first of all, my one of my best friends I had taught um, about 10 years ago, 10, 15 years ago, um, hired me because I had lost my job and I was working sort of as a contractor for a friend. And then, you know, she needed some help. So she called me and said, uh, would you work for us? And then they increased the salary and stuff like that. I said, OK, this, uh, I guess it was made for me to, to work there. Anyways, well, she uh, when I got there. 
there was a lady that uh, was being promoted, and um, she was okay, but some of her methods seemed to be a little bit not too, we'll say, customer friendly. <laughs> and, and you know, I, I'm I'm like most people. You take people as at face value until they, we'll say, uh, problems introduce us to others. Problem introduces to others. So when you when a problem occurs, like I said, that's when you really discover how people really are. Well, you know, I, I was nice to the lady. I was very cordial and I tried to be helpful. Now my friend had, had said some things, but you know, you want to make your own judgment. Give people the benefit of the doubt. Well, there came a time when uh, the lady was a little apprehensive with technology as it was, and she had a problem, and I, I decided, you know, we'll go help. And I figured out what was wrong, and I kind of explained to her, but said I was not in the position to do it for her. And, you know, but I felt good because I had helped her, and I told her how what she needed to do, how to do it. Well... A little time went by uh, because I didn't work for her directly. Anyways, I worked for my my friend who actually lived remotely. Anyway, so I helped the lady. And I thought I did a good job. And I figured she could uh, figure it out. And if not, I could come in and you know be alongside her. Well, she was under pressure because uh, it needed to be done, and she had to get it done. She had a lot of time, so she came in my office and she said. <laughs> You're gonna do this now, and you know, kind of like I kind of jumped back a little bit. I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm sorry, I can't do that for you. Um, I, I can tell you how, and I, I can show you how, and, and help you, but I just can't do it for you. And she was insistent that I was gonna do it for her, and she colors came out, and it was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I had changed my whole perspective. You know, it was nice as long as things were smooth. But when she couldn't figure something out, there's a nice way to approach people and there's a not so nice way to approach people. Well, uh, she chose the latter and, uh, you know, it didn't, didn't end well for her. Uh, not that I said anything. It's just that, that, it, that I was not the, put it this way, I was not the only one who experienced this type of um, behavior. So uh, it kind of came to a head. Uh, and it was really a, a sad story because they ended up letting some people go. But that, you know, that, that happens. But back to the point, problems introduce us not only to ourselves, they introduce us to others. The best way to figure out if someone's a good fit, put them under pressure and see how they react. And then the, the last part of that, uh, this part of the paragraph said, problems also introduce us to opportunities. Now, I'll say on this note, I always talk about we are, you are a complex being, which means we live not just on the physical plane. We live on several planes. We live we're spiritual beings gifted with an intellect, and we live in a physical body. And see, if we 
realize that that we're spiritual beings and we we strive to live within the spirit and not allow the flesh or the intellect to control us then we can maintain pretty good control particularly when we uh know there's a higher power i call him god uh you may be a little bit different but anyways a higher power that is in control and when we maintain that type of thought process particularly i do particularly in challenges because i know that he wants the best for me and that if i'm in a challenging situation then the lesson if i'm in the spirit i say there's a lesson here that i'm trying to be taught i know it's challenging but at the same time i need to look above it not react to it when you start reacting to things you you lose you lose track of situations and you lose control and uh it doesn't doesn't look well it doesn't normally work out well so if you stay in the spirit then you can see things from that perspective you can almost get humorous sometimes like man this is really a challenge that i'm gonna have to really get into this and figure this out go talk to someone, go do something else. But realize that uh, resorting, uh, yeah, or uh, yeah, resorting to the flesh and reacting is not the answer. As a matter of fact, uh, we talk about credibility. If you want to lose credibility, get under pressure and then act, uh, allow the flesh to take over. And those responses are really lower level uh what do they call the awareness level uh animal level of awareness where you blame others and you just react to things and you don't think things through but see that's why problems putting when you finally see someone a problem how they handle it then you know whether they're a leader or they're just in a leadership position because if a leader is in a position where a problem occurs they have the ability to think it through and realize that it's not the end of the world and that we all have problems and there's got to be a solution. And if you're mature, you realize that and you take it one step at a time. You can't necessarily get it all done, but what you can do, just a second here, let me interrupt here. What you can do is, is, and see it through in your mind and work it through with others but in a calm manner to to work through it getting upset over something doesn't doesn't solve it if anything it just well it makes you look bad number one and number two it, it just puts adds unnecessary pressure within a situation um, as a matter of fact a lot of times you can find something to laugh about because it relieves stress and then you get to it and you and you resolve the problems by working not necessarily by yourself but together with others i mean get gather as much information as you can and just like with goal setting and other things you 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 get enough information to make a decision and that decision will lead to other decisions but the thing to not do is to just not react I used to be in the Navy, and one of the things you do as a naval officer, particularly a line officer, is you drive ships. And one of the things you do when driving ships is interesting, is you're always aware of the ships around you, and you're always looking for seeing to see, 
are they drifting left or drifting right? Are they coming towards you? But if you run into a situation where you're looking at a, a vessel, no matter what direction it's pointing, but you're tracking it and it stays on the same bearing, now that's that's a bad sign. That means that you're on a collision course because if they stay in the same relative position and the only thing that's changing is the distance, that is a, a big sign that you're on a collision course. And the worst thing you can do in that situation is nothing and then allow it to happen. But even if you do something wrong, it's better than doing something than nothing because if you're if you take and you you turn the ship uh, 30 or 40 degrees to the right or to the left and you start seeing motion between you and that other vehicle in terms of the bearing is no longer staying on the same bearing, that's a good sign. It may not have been the right direction that you really needed to go, but that got you off the course. The, the problem, the question, the thing is, you, you, you took some action. No action is not, is not a good thing. That's a collision course. Was it uh, constant bearing? We call it constant bearing, decreasing range. If something stays on the same bearing and the distance is decreasing, but yet it stays on the same bearing, it means you're on a collision course. So what you have to do, you have to take some action. You can slow down, you can speed up, you can turn left, you can turn right, but you cannot not do anything. The same thing with problems. You've got to do something. You can't just wish they go away. If anything, they get worse, just like with a collision course. If anything, the closer you get, the more inevitable the accident that's going to occur is going to happen. So it's important to do something and not nothing. All right. So we've uh, talked about problems introduce us to ourselves. Problems introduce us to others by seeing them under pressure. And then problems introduce us to opportunities. The greatest opportunities come when you can you, in your ability to solve problems. When there's a problem, you know, work through it, figure it out. You may not have the answer, but collectively, there are people around you. Like I said, you're not in a vacuum. So there are people around you that can help you with that. And we're talking about building confidence. That builds confidence. Ask for help. But ask for help from people who can help you. Don't ask for help from the wrong people. And you know, when someone's had experience or something, or someone that has no, uh, that will not be persuaded or be affected by whether you agree or disagree um, with, with what you have, with the challenge that you're facing, then that's a totally independent answer. They're just making an answer in your best interest. But that's my lesson today. So problems introduce us to ourselves. And if we live in the spirit, we can we can react correctly because we're not affected by our emotions taking over, living in the flesh and reacting when something negative happens to us. That's the worst thing you could do is just react and not think it through. But it's been real, it's good. Uh, like I said, I, I updated that page of mine uh, hopefully, uh, and hopefully you'll start seeing some of the the Instagram stuff that comes through too. I know we try to hit one in the morning on the way to work, 
what's on my mind. And then sometimes, uh, like th this evening, when I'm on my way home, uh, I like to give a little message. And now I'm trying to write something, too, in the uh, middle of the afternoon. But, yeah, let me know what place you'd like to visit, as I wrote down there, uh, if money was not a problem. Oops, I said one of those words. Hopefully they won't uh, ding me for that one. Because we don't use a word like that. All right. You have a good evening. I'm going to see one of my mentors, Mrs. Rachel Miller, a fantastic lady. I'm coming on at 8 o'clock, so I'm about a few minutes late. But she's going to be on for quite a while. It's the last night to join. If you really want to grow on Facebook and find out how to effectively do that, I recommend, highly recommend Moolah Marketing. M-O-O-L-A-H. Marketer. Look it up. And she is live now. You have a good evening.